This episode is brought to you by Mesa Workflow Automation. Mesa is the only automation platform that enables Shopify and Shopify Plus merchants to create workflows that automatically carry out repetitive tasks and allow merchants focus on their business. And you're going from 10,000 purchase to a $20,000 purchase. The revenue is always coming four, six months later, right? So if you're in a growing product business, you always need to fund more inventory than the last sale of inventory, you know, got you the net revenue. Customers aren't patient anymore, right? So, so if they, if you're selling soap and you're stocked out, they're not going to wait for you to get, you know, your stock back, right? They're just going to buy soap from one of your competitors. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, if you get the financing, if you have the funding in place and it's there early, it opens up lots of additional opportunities for a product business as it continues to scale. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about cash conversion cycles and challenges e-commerce entrepreneurs face with inventory and cash flow. It's a great episode you don't want to miss, so do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. And Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear firsthand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. Hello, hi there. It's Kune Campbell, the host of the 2X e-commerce podcast show. Welcome to the podcast. Now, this episode you're about to listen to is an interview I had with Sean DeClerc, who is the founder of a crowdfunding platform for funding inventory called Kick Further. Now, what Kick Further does essentially is if you as a direct-to-consumer e-commerce business is looking for funding for your inventory, you go into the marketplace, you you create a project essentially, and um, you get ordinary folk like you and I essentially to fund that inventory, you know, order. And um, and then that essentially will cut down, you know, cash conversion cycles potentially and um, essentially help you sell more. So um, in the sense that you will essentially get more, um, you know, inventory, um, shorten um, your reorder cycles and, you know, um, essentially just focus on your marketing, you know, moving forward. Now, what he came here specifically to talk about 
was um, cash conversion cycles, um, inventory, you know, issues and just inventory procurement issues, as well as um, supply chain issues and trends um, in e-commerce trends that will benefit from the fact that um, you have a non-traditional option towards funding your um, your your inventory um, or just funding purchases, um, you know, purchase orders. Um, towards purchasing your your inventory, you know, in in other words, um, he is um, a very you know um, well versed in individual. He's been running the platform for um, seven years, so he has a lot of insights on on inventory management. And what I'm seeing in 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 general um, from this past few in 2021, essentially, is just the growth of fintech. Um, just fintech solutions in, um, you know, the e-commerce ecosystem. It's it's a brilliant episode if you just want to, you know, know a bit more about, um, you know, um, challenges in inventory and how to overcome those challenges. One of the tips he gave um, is, you know, um, once you've built trust with your suppliers, um, why, you know, why pay up front? You know, why not, um, you know, shorten your cash conversion cycles by, um, you know, um, finding or by negotiating, you know, better deals with your factory. It it is an option, and I've seen it um, executed um, quite well with um, with a few e-commerce brands. Now, um, if you haven't already, um, remember to subscribe to um, you know this show on on iTunes, um, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and even YouTube. Um, and um, yes, yeah, support this show. Um, before I let you go. I'd like to give a shout out to our four sponsors, um, Clavio, great for email um, in e-commerce, Rewind, your number one backup solution um, in, in e-commerce, uh, in, in e-commerce in general, in, 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 in Shopify, big commerce. Um, we have Famous, brilliant for, for uh, making landing pages that are just so mobile, you know, native and ShipBob. Now, if you, you know, want a, a world-class um, 3PL solution for 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 for, for, um, for for logistics, they're they're the companies to go for. Um, yeah, that's it for, for 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 now. Enjoy this conversation I had with Sean, and I shall catch you on the other side. Peace. The 2x e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Clavio gives you the tools to get growing faster. That is why it's trusted by over 50,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklinen, None, and Chubbies. Build your contact list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com forward slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com forward slash 2x. ShipBob is the global fulfillment leader for e-commerce brands like you. They've actually just launched their first UK fulfillment center, which is quite close to me here in London. This gives ShipBob's clients access to e-commerce markets in the US, Canada, and now Europe. ShipBob offers direct integration to merchants running on Shopify, Wix, BigCommerce, WooCommerce, Amazon, eBay, and Walmart. This quote from their site, from Courtney Lee, the founder of Primal Coffee, really stood out for me. 
She said, I felt like I couldn't grow until I moved to Shipbomb. And my CPA accountant even said to me, thank God you switched to Shipbomb. I mean, who gets compliments from their accountant? Fulfillment is incredibly time intensive, so hand it over to the best of the best for fast and affordable shipping. To get $500 in free shipping credits today, head over to shipbob.com forward slash 2x. That is S-H-I-P-B-O-B.com forward slash 2x. Welcome to the show, Sean. Thank you, Kunlai. It's great to be here. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, could you take a minute or or even two to to introduce yourself and um, and Kickstarter, kick kick further. I keep on seeing Kickstarter, mm-hmm. but um, kick further, and we'll get back to why I say Kickstarter. And um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's wordplay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Shonda Clark. I'm the founder and CEO of Kick Further. We launched this business back in 2014. So we've been at this for, you know, coming up on seven years now. Hmm. And Kick Further is the world's first inventory crowdfunding marketplace where anybody, um, you, me, you know, your Uncle Joe, anybody can participate and support the growth of product entrepreneurs by funding their inventory and receiving a consignment profit when that inventory sells. So, uh, as far as I know, we're the only group that's operating an inventory crowdfunding marketplace um, mm-hmm. and, you know, with with open participation to support entrepreneurs. That's super interesting. So who who are your typical investors? Who 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 really participates in 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 the in, in the in the marketplace? We've seen that, um, you know, some general demographics, we typically skew more male. So there's like probably 70% of our user base is male. Um, Their younger investors often have some kind of, you know, have started to participate in some kind of self-directed, you know, strategy, right? Um, These funders. So, you know, there'll be people that might have an E-Trade account or they're also using Robinhood or something like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, typically people that are trying to take their financial future more in their own hands, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a decent there's a decent concentration of people who have run and exited their own e-commerce companies. And now, you know, they view this as a great way of, of giving back while continuing to make some profit on um, on their you know, their exit. Okay. Makes sense. Now, obviously when you go to a platform like Kickstarter, it's pretty much a pre-sales platform. Um, inventory does not necessarily need to exist. Essentially you're selling an idea or you're selling a prototype essentially. My takeaway from kick further based on what you've just said on our conversation prior to recording is kick further is essentially Kickstarter, um, a step after Kickstarter where you have the orders come in or you have a big order coming from Walmart, for instance, and you're essentially funding that order, um, which could be, you know, net 120, typically net 19, net 120, so as to, you know, get the goods with your customers on time and, you know, potentially, you know, get more repeat business off the back of your performance and, you know, get your, your business going. Um, what are the, um, average sort of, um, deal sizes, you know, on, on, um, kick further. And did I make sense or did I, did, did, did my explanation, um, hit it, hit the, the, the nail on, on the head? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, so pretty much exactly. I would say the key difference between what we do and what, you know, rewards crowdfunding platforms do, Indiegogo, Kickstarter are the two biggest, um, is on rewards crowdfunding, you're expecting to take delivery of the stuff you fund, right? So if you fund a WYSIWYG, I expect that when it's produced, I'm going to have that delivered to my house, right? And I'm going to get it ahead of other people. Um, the, the key difference is with Kick Further, you can fund the WYSIWYG, but that WYSIWYG is going to get delivered to somebody else. And it's placed on consignment with the business. And when the business sells the WYSIWYG, they pay you back plus a little consignment profit, right? That's the one between one to 2% a month consignment profit is typical. Um, what we see on our platform is our co-op sizes, their consignment opportunities. So we call them co-ops. Uh, are typically about $100,000 now. So we're looking at about $100,000 of inventory. And the one other point of clarification I would add is, you know, kick further funds, the inventory, the physical goods. So we don't, it's nice if you have a purchase order from Walmart, but it's not required, right? You can Mm -hmm. be selling direct to consumer, you can be selling, um, you know, uh, to distributors or through Amazon. Uh, That's one of the differentiators of kickstart, kick, kick further compared to uh yeah it's not just you uh kick further compared to some of the other competitors or ar factoring or other stuff like that you see on the market okay makes makes a lot of sense and um how many investors will typically fund a 100k um you know inventory um you know funding campaign Uh, you know, it's really, it depends on the deal. Like we have some of our businesses where, uh, so our users can take up to a maximum of 5% of a deal in the first 24 hours that it's live. So Mm -hmm. some of the businesses that have been on our platform for a while have these, you know, super loyal cohorts of followers that Mm -hmm. as soon as they put a deal up, you know, maybe there's like 30 people get into their deal, right? Because everybody's pretty much trying to take the max. Um, for newer businesses that come on that haven't had as much of an opportunity to build that following, you might see an average ticket of 500 or a thousand bucks. So maybe, you know, 100, one to 200 people participating in a hundred thousand dollar deal. One to two people. Okay. Okay. One to 200. 200. Sorry. So okay. about to 200, 500 okay. to a thousand dollars participation. Wow. Okay. okay. So the risk, the, the risk is really spread, you know, then. Okay, so from an investor standpoint, because I, I want to sort of thrash out the 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 technical bits, and then then I think we'll ask you a few you know very specific questions around cash flow issues. But from a um, from an investor standpoint, what are kind of like what 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 would attract me to a project? What what attracts me to project A versus project B or C? Um, what what are the markers besides me having funded a business in the past and it's, you know, said what it'll do, which is give me back my return. What are the things do investors pick on a listing that really attracts them and says, okay, we're, we're, we're going to get, we're, we're going to support this, this project. You know, I think, uh, we have, you know, thousands of users on the platform. So to Mm -hmm. speak for all of them is kind of impossible, right? They all have Mm -hmm. different appetites and different, um, attitudes about what attracts them. So what I can say is that a few of the trends that I've seen, um, for our users is one question that I think, uh, all of our users should ask. And I encourage is to say, Hey, is this a product 
that you would use or you could see yourself or your friends using, right? Um, And is it a product that you would be happy to take delivery of? Because with the way Kick Further works, if the business is unsuccessful at selling through the inventory, there is a chance that you can take delivery um, of the inventory that you funded, right? So Mm. is this something you would use? Is this something that you could see yourself giving away as a gift if you wanted to take delivery of it? I think that's a good criteria. Um, one of the other things I know that again, some of these more savvy people that have, that have done e-commerce in the past, um, they'll look for Amazon reviews, right? And they understand the way the buy button works. And one of the questions they'll ask themselves is if I take delivery of this inventory, uh, can I sell it at the retail price? Right. And instead of making just 10% consignment profit on the cost of goods, I can make a 70% margin, right, on the, the retail price, direct-to-consumer price if I end up taking taking the inventory. So Amazon reviews, the strength of the brand, the business's online presence. Um, and then I've even seen users that'll say like, oh, I know this brand, right? They're in my local grocery store, so I funded right. it, right? So mm-hmm. it can be like almost any, any of those uh, uh, reasons. Or if it's yeah. something that appeals to them, it's a cause they want to support, it's eco-friendly, organic, sustainable supply chain, I do think that there is a consciousness around funding um, businesses that align with your your own beliefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. I, I've just seen a, a company based out in San Diego with a, you know, London heritage on, on your side. It's called Mason... De Kersney Incorporated, and um, you know they 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 sell candles, and you know they they, they were founded in London, but but they're they're based in in San Diego. It's, it's just interesting in terms of like the use cases on the platform. Okay, so yeah, I, I want us to jump into cash flow issues. You know, what what kind of cash flow issues do like e-commerce entrepreneurs face? Um, what are the challenges, you know, especially direct to consumer e-commerce businesses? And um, yeah, should we touch base on, on, on that first? What you're seeing? Yeah, I mean, so for us, it's <clears throat> the classic, which is, uh, you know, in my background, I used to run a merchandising company. So we encountered this as well. And it's not just e-commerce. It's pretty much any business that sells physical products. You know, e-commerce is big now. But um, the number one issue that we see is, factories won't extend credit to entrepreneurs that they haven't had a significant relationship with, right? Mm. So when you're buying from a factory, you pretty much have to pay the factory a deposit, you know, 30 to 50% is typical. And when you pay that deposit, you just book a production slot, then it takes them a month to produce the inventory, you have to pay the balance. So that's the other 50% there. And then it takes a month to ship the inventory, right? And even if you're selling direct to consumer, it can be two months between when you have to pay for something between uh, until you actually get it and receive it in your warehouse and you can start selling it and generating revenue, right? Mm-hmm. And so you can imagine if you're buying $10,000 of inventory and you expect that to generate $20,000 of sales, but you don't have $10,000 of cash, what do you do, right? And, and where do you go? Um, and that's where Kick Further comes in uh, or you know uh, some of the other funding options, right? Like equity funding or taking on debt or some entrepreneurs put it on a credit card, you know? So it really depends on what, what people have access to at the time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, which brings me to, to this cash conversion cycle. Could you define what a, you know, cash conversion cycle is 
And then, um, what are the sort of typical, you know, um, what, what, what you know, what, what typical turnaround, um, you, you should, you know, entrepreneurs should expect from a cash conversion cycle. And then we, we can take from there. Yeah. So, I mean, a cash conversion cycle is essentially, you know, how long does it take for you to change your cash into capital and for it to turn back into cash again? Right. Mm-hmm. So in the case of an e-commerce entrepreneur, you put in $10,000 of cash with a factory. It takes 60 days to turn into $10,000 of inventory. And then maybe it takes four months for that $10,000 of inventory to turn into uh, a $20,000 of revenue, right? Turn it back into cash. And now what you've looked at is six months to generate $10,000 of net revenue since your cost of goods is Mm. $10,000. And you don't have that cash available to you until month three or four, right? Once the inventory starts to sell. And so, you know, that cash conversion cycle um, is what makes it very challenging to grow a product business because you can imagine if, you're, if your sales are going up and to the right and you're going from 10000 purchase to a $20,000 purchase, the revenue is always coming four, six months later, right? So if you're in a growing product business, you always need to fund more inventory than the last sale of inventory, you know, got you the net revenue, right? So it just creates this constant hiccup to growth unless you have, um, unless you have some kind of inventory finance solution, right? And that's, that's what we see is that entrepreneurs that don't have an inventory funding solution, they just grow more slowly, right? So they fund 10,000 of inventory, they sell it for $20,000, then they know that they've got, you know, let's say $30,000 of demand, but they only have $10,000 of cash. So they yeah. only fund $10,000, right? And so they're, they're, instead of doing this, right, they do this because they just, they're limited by how, how much financing they have available to them. They're sold out, you know, they, and then they sell out. The worst is Amazon, you know, um, you know, listings that, um, that run out of inventory pretty quickly. And then they're, they're scrambling, and time is time, really. You know, once you get the slots, you know, hopefully the, the factory is not booked out. And then right. you, you need to reorder again. Um, you need to go on cargo or, you know, ship, air, uh, you know, air freight or ship, which would be more expensive. Yeah. It's, yep. so, so you really need to. So essentially what you're saying is you, you really need to get it. Once you're, you're sure about your marketing and your customer base, you, you really need to get as much inventory um, in as possible, um, in, in, in order to, to, to essentially, um, not run out of stock and actually even reduce your cash conversion cycle. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I'll say is that, uh, with the way e-commerce works is that customers aren't patient anymore. Right. So, so if they, if you're selling soap and you're stocked out, they're not going to wait for you to get, you know, your stock back, right. They're just going to buy soap from one of your competitors and so we, you know, the stats, something like 87% of consumers just buy a competing product if their preferred brand is, isn't in stock, right? So mm-hmm. the cost of running out of inventory is very high. Um, and this is, you know, particularly true if you've got uh, like unexpected good news, right? So what we see yeah. is when businesses don't have access to financing, they run really, really tight inventory turns, right? So they Mm. buy six weeks of inventory because that's what they know they can afford. And, you know, so they kind of keep their, their stock low because there's this carrying cost, right? To having Mm. inventory sitting on your shelves. Right. Mm. Um, and, and what we've seen is with access to additional inventory funding, if you get that good news, right? Like, Hey, I want to buy some stuff, but I need it delivered. 
you can move on those opportunities, right? And you know that you can capture additional opportunities. Whereas with less financial support, you know, you're kind of just like, eh, I'd love to, I'd love to deliver stuff to you, but I can't, you know, yeah. and, and that's a painful position for an entrepreneur to be in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth, cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and BigCommerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's the deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, that extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind Backups. Remember to head over to Rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. Have you noticed that no matter how amazing a product might be, you can always tell when it's been sold on Shopify? So many merchants use the same themes, layouts, and photography, making it easy to spot a Shopify store from a mile away. If you're going to build a fast-growing brand, then that should include using your website to continue that storytelling and give customers an experience that stands out. That's why Famous exists. Famous enables brands on Shopify to easily build beautiful landing pages and product pages that include custom video, animation, and more. All pages built on Famous are optimized for storytelling and selling on desktop and mobile. You can try it for free at famous.co forward slash 2x. That is famous.co forward slash 2x. Attention, e-commerce teams running Shopify. Mesa is the easy way to integrate any Shopify store with any e-commerce app or service. Mesa is the only automation platform designed exclusively for Shopify and Shopify merchants. By creating workflows that carry out repetitive tasks automatically, merchants can focus on their business and create new customer experiences at scale. Mesa has a no-code workflow builder for any action your customers take, such as a new order or product return. Leverage Mesa's built-in features to extend your connected apps. Set up email notifications, receive forms, schedule tasks, delay workflows, or even work with files to sync data with your back office systems. 
The developers love Mesa too, since they can lift the hood on any automation to customize them for total control. Even if you're unsure where to start, Mesa's library of workflow templates help you get set up quickly with popular tasks common to growing businesses. For free, over the next 14 days, either head over to getmesa.com, that is G-E-T-M-E-S-A dot com, or search for Mesa in the Shopify app store. Their team of automation experts will support you on your journey 24-7. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it's a flywheel effect, which really starts from inventory. You know, once you, you have your market locked down, Okay. Um, it's almost like it starts from access to financing. Because the other thing, mm-hmm. too, I'll say is that if you have to buy one month worth of inventory, like every month to run your business, your factory and your manufacturer isn't going to give you very good rates, right? They're going to be like, yeah. oh, this guy buys 5000 bucks a month from us, right? Like, who cares? Yeah. But if you're able to say, hey, I want to buy 30 grand, right? Six months of inventory all at once, you can often use that increased, um, that increased volume to command a lower cost price. And then if you have a lower cost price, that opens up additional wholesale opportunities for you. Right. And so it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, if you get the financing, if you have the funding in place and it's there early, it opens up lots of additional opportunities for a product business as it continues to scale. Absolutely. And then you, you, you give your investors, um, one to 2% return on the platform. Um, so, when do you start counting the one to two percent from the fund date or the or uh, what what's the time what's the timeline for um for the when does one percent start occurring one to two percent it's pretty pretty much once the inventory is funded so what we see that our businesses do um funding on kick further super fast so you you can come to kick further you'll know whether you're funded within less than a week so we do try and move pretty quickly for our businesses um but what we see is what we see is typical is that businesses come to us when they have a funding need, uh, typically about you know a week or two weeks before um, we get them funded, and then you know pretty much as soon as they're funded, we have to pay their factory, right? Because we've started that deposit, the production cycle. So you um, pay you pay on on their behalf. So they give you yeah, the details yeah. of the factory. Nice. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So that's one of the things that we've identified as as a additional little protection for our community of mm. users is is if we can pay the factory directly that's a good situation for us um, yeah. what we do sometimes is we'll reimburse businesses as well so they'll say hey i just paid my factory a 30 percent deposit here's the receipt you know can i get a reimbursement for this inventory so okay. we'll do that sometimes as well to meet entrepreneurs uh where they are okay well, what, um, what will the pa- platform cost so for the entrepreneurs no to to you guys do 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 you how do you guys um what do you charge what would so let's yeah so we, we earn so kick further earns a flat five percent funding success fee so okay. that includes all transaction costs right um it's a flat five percent fee and the cost is only incurred when a business is successfully funded on the platform. So in that way, we're totally aligned with our businesses. We don't make any money if they're not successful in getting their inventory funded. Um, And for our users, we charge a 1.5% withdrawal fee, so no cost to use the platform um, up until the point that you start getting paid from the businesses, and then we take a 1.5% withdrawal fee. Okay, so it's really on the onus of the 
um, of 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 the, the the retailer or you know um, yeah, of the retailer to 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 raise funds as to to return the monies as quickly as they can, um, so as not to to incur you know um you know cost over a long period of time. So they really really need to be on top of um their their marketing essentially. Yeah, okay. I would say setting accurate expectations is mm-hmm. is great. Um, but I, I do think one of the strengths of Kick Further, because when you look at like the cost of doing multiple freight shipments or shipping LCL versus FCL, you know, uh, mm-hmm. full container loads, right? There's a lot of costs that can be reduced if you purchase more inventory, right? Even the quantity discounts we mentioned. So I do think that you see uh, one of the trends that I see on Kick Further is businesses that come to us with like two to three month inventory cycles will often have a longer inventory production cycle because paying another, you know, three or 4%, right. To be able to buy six months of inventory versus three months of inventory has a bunch of downstream effects that, um, Mm. can often return much more than the 3% cost the business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also thinking that Q3 must be your busiest, the busiest period on on your platform. (laughs) Q3, right. Mm. Yep, exactly. Yeah, we're we're roughly one quarter ahead of the retail frenzy. Yeah, you know? the, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Right. Um. Yeah. I think. I think it's. What. What. What other trends are you? You know, seeing from from an inventory. You know, standpoint, particularly in in relation to to D two C and e commerce. You know. Um. What. You know. What kind of feedback are you getting on the platform? Um. You know that you think listeners should be. Um. She should know about. Well, so I think that there's, well, one, I've been paying great attention to this whole retail revolution that's been happening. I don't know if you've been watching like the whole like empowerment of the, of the retail regular people, you know, like Mm -hmm. the GameStop news and all of that, which Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the the power to the people, right. Which I, you know, I love that. And so that's like philosophically something that I've been barking up that tree for seven years. Our tagline on Kick Further used to be join the retail revolution. We mm. changed it a year ago because nobody knew what it meant. And now, of course, that's like every headline. Um, but uh, but so so that's one trend that I think is super interesting. I think you're going to see more and more support and more options for, for regular people to participate in industries that have previously been, you know, completely closed to them. Right. And that's the reality of what we're doing at, at Kick Further as well is it's not like we're the first idea, first guys that came up with the idea of, oh, hey, funding inventory could be really, really good, right? Mm-hmm. There's been big organizations taking money from accredited investors that have been filling this role for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. AR factors and banks providing small business loans and merchant cash advance and whatever else. What we're doing is we're really opening that up for other people, yeah. for anybody, right? You, me, anybody to participate in. So I think that yeah. that's a trend um, that I'm hoping will provide a nice tailwind to what we're doing mm-hmm. here at Kick Further. Um, and then the other thing that I, that I've been paying attention to that I think is really interesting. Um, and I hope you're, you know, I think your audience would be interested in as well is the trend of people buying up e-commerce companies. So, you know, there's this group thras.io that has been making waves. Um, and they, you know, what I've heard is they pretty much buy e-commerce companies at three X revenue. And Mm. so like to kind of know that there's an exit path available, right? Like, it can give you something to build to and can kind of focus and align the entrepreneur of like, Hey, if I get to X, then I know that I have outcome Y. Right. Mm -hmm. And that kind of clarity I think can be very valuable. So 
I would encourage people to initiate conversations um, with uh, potential exit partners, right? And to understand from them, you know, what do you have to do for your business to make it a very attractive acquisition? I think there's some real opportunities there as well. And of course, Kickfurther is happy to help along the way. Incredible stuff. Because um, what you're saying essentially is we, we've had... We've had, um, you know, we've had yourself, we've had people like Clearbank who finance, um, you know, marketing and, um, yeah. So what you're saying is people, you know, there's an opportunity essentially to launch eight figure businesses, 10 million plus businesses in a short amount of time. And so we have, so let, let's start, let's start here. We have Kickstarter, mm-hmm. which you could do a pre, pre-launch. We, we have performance marketing, Facebook, which you could, you know, use to test a market. You could bring it to, to market. Um, you could, you could get pre-orders if you want to. Um, we, we have, um, kick further to finance inventory larger. So let's say you have like a, a pre-order of, let's say 250,000, you know, dollars, and that's going to be like hundred K in inventory. Um, you could say, okay, you know what, um, let's double down and, um, you know, get 300 K worth of inventory with the pre-orders and, um, let's get some finance from, um, a platform like Clearbank to double down on marketing. And within three or four months, um, you're selling more, you're growing faster and you could exit quicker if, you know, that was your, your plan. Yeah, exactly. And there's, and in, and like what you've seen in the last few years is there's just more and more tools coming out to support entrepreneurs. Yeah. So that to me is, it's a very exciting time to be in the industry of e-commerce, yeah. fintech marketplaces. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to a lot of fintech companies now in, um, that serving, you know, the, the e-commerce, you know, world. We had another one that's EU only, which is called Juni. And, um, what they do is they, they do, um, banking for e-commerce exclusively. So, you know, um, they tackle all the issues around, um, PayPal, you know, when your funds are frozen in PayPal or Stripe or what have you. Anyway, right. that's for another topic, but like, this is incredible stuff. Um, I didn't really realize, you know, um, you know, a platform like kick further, you know, exist. And, um, yeah, this is, this is super, super interesting. Um, so for, for people who want to, you know, learn more about kick further, learn more about just inventory finance, where, where's the best place to, um, get into, to follow you, to follow your work? Are you active on social media? Haha. <laughs> uh, not as much as I'd like to be. So it's one of those things I'm trying to trying to spend a little bit more time and be a little bit more public. Um, you know, kick further has a, a Twitter and okay. we manage, you know, we have somebody that helps us manage our social accounts. So we provide updates there. Um, you can follow our face. We're on Facebook. You know, we have a Twitter me personally. I'm not a, a social media guy, you're building. But, but you can follow kick further. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're building. So yeah, it's right. Rightfully so. So we'll, we'll link through to, to, to your social handles on, 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 in the show notes. And, um, I think the best place to, to get through to kick further is, um, kickfurther.com. Um, yeah, Sean, thank you so much. Um, this has been a long time coming. I especially enjoyed, um, your explanation on, on, you know, cash conversion cycles. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on the 2X e-commerce podcast. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure being here. Cheers.
Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.